This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday, the 19th of August. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Laura Cook. The topic of nuclear blackmail is discussed by the UN. The the outcome might be just catastrophic. And a high-level cover-up of a state crime is revealed in Mexico. There is no indication the students are alive or the contrary. All the testimonies and evidence prove they were cunningly killed and disappeared. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The UN Secretary-General Antonio Gutierrez and President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine have discussed what Mr. Zelensky called the topic of Russia's nuclear blackmail at the Zaporizhia, the nuclear power plant that is occupied by Russian forces. The largest power plant in Europe is controlled by Russian forces, but has come under fire repeatedly in recent weeks. Mariana Badyan is a senior research associate with the Project of Managing the Atom at the Harvard Kennedy School. She fears a nuclear disaster on the scale of the incident at Fukushima in Japan in 2011. Stringent though all of the safety and security systems are, they are not designed to cope with, um, with sustained shelling, with this kind of purposeful damage, with people, operators working under duress in incredibly difficult psychological and physical conditions when there are people with guns, you know, marching up and down um, their place of work. Zelensky has said the UN must ensure the security of this strategic object, its demilitarization and complete liberation from Russian troops. Here to give us a view from Ukraine is Kyiv-based journalist Katerina Malofiva. The, uh, uh, the, the outcome might be just catastrophic. We know how a previous tragedy uh, in Chernobyl affected the whole Europe, and we obviously don't want, to, uh, don't want this to happen. Russia has warned that if an accident occurs, that radioactive material could cover Germany, Poland, and Slovakia. Russia's head of radioactive chemical and biological defense forces said the plant's backup support systems have been damaged as a result of shelling and that several countries in Europe could be at risk if there was an accident. James Acton, the co-director of the Nuclear Policy Program at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, has been speaking to Times Radio. The only party with the ability to significantly reduce the risk here is Russia, which is behaving recklessly, uh, immorally and utterly irresponsibly at the moment. It's been reported that Russia is plotting a false flag attack on the plant. Reports say they've ordered their soldiers to leave. 
to Mexico now, where an investigation into the disappearance of 43 students in 2014 has revealed a high-level cover-up of a state crime. The group of students vanished in the southwestern city of Iguala eight years ago. It was a case that sparked international outrage over disappearances and impunity in Mexico and did lasting damage to the administration at the time. The official inquiry was criticised by human rights experts as riddled with errors and abuses. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador has pledged to reveal what truly happened to the students, but on Thursday officials in the country have been dealt another blow. Top human rights official Alejandro Encinas presented the probe's latest report. Que no hay indicio alguno de que los estudiantes se encuentran con vida. There is no indication the students are alive, or the contrary. All the testimonies and evidence prove they were cunningly killed and disappeared. The collusion and participation of authorities from different government levels with local policemen has been fully confirmed, and of course with the Guerreros Unidos crime organization to carry out the disappearance of the youngsters. The students' families have long expressed hope their loved ones had survived, putting pressure on the government in protests in which they chanted, we want them back alive. In the aftermath, Encino reported the last government concealed the truth of the facts, altered crime scenes, covered up links between authorities with a criminal group. One of the students was a military informant, but Encino noted that the authorities didn't follow protocol for finding missing soldiers. He added, if they had done, that the disappearance and murder of the students would have been prevented. His latest report came at 10 in the morning that day, and he disappeared along with the other students, without his superiors doing anything to guarantee his safety and search established by the missing soldiers' protocol. Had it been applied, it would have allowed not only the protection and search of soldier Lopez Podolzin, but also that of the rest of the students. Despite extensive searches, the remains of only three students have been discovered and identified. According to the version of events announced by the previous administration in 2015, a local drug gang mistook the students for members of a rival group, killed them and incinerated their bodies in a dump. Under López Obrador, officials have issued dozens of arrest warrants, including for military members and police, and requested the extradition from Israel of a former official accused of manipulating the investigation. On the way, the highly anticipated wedding that just keeps giving and a 16-year-old flies around the world. Times of London Daily World Briefing on Thursday, New Zealand police said investigations were underway into the suspected murder of two children, whose bodies were found in suitcases bought at an auction for an unclaimed locker last week. A homicide inquiry was launched in Auckland after the remains were discovered by a family who were going through the contents of the storage locker that they had purchased. They are not connected to the deaths. Detective Inspector Tofalau Femenalua Veilua said the two primary age school children had been dead for some time. Formal identification procedures are still ongoing, which means police are not yet able to comment on the identities of the children. Once this is completed, our priority is to contact the next of kin. We want to reassure the community our investigation is continuing 
to ascertain the full circumstances around the death of these children. This includes establishing where, when and how. He added that the suitcases had been in storage for some time, but no details on how the children had died were given. The nature of this discovery provides some complexities to the investigation, especially given the time lapse between the time of death and their discovery. However, the investigation team are working very hard to hold accountable the personal persons responsible for the deaths of these children. No suspects have been named. We head now to Pakistan, where two children have died and five people are missing after flash flooding swept their car away. It happened on Wednesday night in the port city of Karachi, as Zishan Ansari, his wife and four children, along with the driver of the car, were coming home to Hyderabad after a family event. On Thursday, rescue officials said the bodies of a 10-year-old boy named Musa and a 7-year-old girl named Hama had been recovered and they were searching for more bodies. In Hyderabad, relatives gathered at the residence of Zishan's brother, Khalid Ansari. They went to Karachi on Tuesday. They departed from Karachi for Hyderabad on Wednesday evening. Among their children, there was 15-year-old Hamna, son Ayan, aged 13, 11-year-old Hamad, and Muhammad Musa, who's 10 years old. The Met Office has predicted more monsoon rain on Friday in the Sindh and Balochistan provinces. The government says flash floods caused by abnormally heavy monsoon rains have killed at least 549 people in Pakistan over the past month, with remote communities in the impoverished southwestern province of Balochistan among the hardest hit. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Now with the latest on Manchester United, here's Kane Reeves. The British billionaire businessman Sir Jim Ratcliffe, who's keen to buy Manchester United, is being told he'll have to pay around double the club's current valuation to have a chance of a deal. The club is currently worth about £1.8 billion, but most analysts, and crucially the Glazers too, believe it's significantly undervalued on the New York Stock Exchange. Meanwhile, Manchester United hope to complete the £16 million signing of Real Madrid midfielder Casemiro. They want to unveil him at Monday's home game against Liverpool in the Premier League. Brazilian Casemiro has accepted the personal terms on offer from United and the two clubs are in advanced talks. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Benifer is getting married. Again. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck will tie the knot again this weekend with a three-day extravaganza. Expected in attendance are Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel, among many other celebrity guests. The wedding will be documented by Vogue, and Jay Shetty is expected to officiate the ceremony, which will be happening at Ben's mansion in Georgia. The event will take place exactly where the iconic couple were supposed to tie the knot 20 years ago. And finally, after five months, 16-year-old Mac Rutherford is soon to become the youngest person to fly around the world solo. After setting off on the daredevil mission from the airbase in Sofia, Bulgaria in March, Rutherford is now finishing up the last leg of his journey. He'd be taking the Guinness World Record off of fellow Brit Travis Ludlow, who was 18 when he completed the mission just last year. His sister Zara Rutherford, just 19, became the youngest woman to fly around the world solo earlier this year. Like older sister Zara, Mac has been flying a Shark, a high-performance ultralight aircraft manufactured in Europe, which is one of the fastest ultralight aircraft in the world, 
with a cruising speed reaching 300 kilometres an hour. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 19th of August. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.